You are now tuning in to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya and I want to thank you for listening. So this episode today is going to be very special, very unique. I'm going to talk to you about building up your faith. So we're living in a time where so much fear is being presented to us and maybe you have become fearful or afraid. I want to challenge you and encourage you to Open up the word of God, build up your faith so that you are not alarmed, you are not afraid, but you are walking in the fullness of the power of God, knowing that God is able to keep you, God is able to cover you, God is able to protect you from all evil. We know that God has not given us the spirit of fear. So we see that in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, for the Lord has not given you a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind. So I want to encourage you and make sure that you are tapping into power, love, and a sound mind. So we are gearing up. We're living in the last days. Some of our very first podcast talks about the days of Noah, living in the last days. And that's not, of course, to uh, cause you to be afraid, but we're supposed to be mindful of the times that we are living in. And so in the midst of being mindful, we have to understand the power that we possess through the Holy Spirit, the resurrection power that Jesus has placed on the inside of us because he went to the cross. And so because of the cross, we have victory, whether we see victory or not, we're able to do the impossible. We're able to conquer. The Bible even says that demons are submitted to us and that all power has been given to us. And that's in Luke chapter 10, verse 19. So we have to be able to understand even when it comes to sickness, even when it comes to heartache, even when it comes to pain, that there is a remedy and that remedy is our faith. That remedy is the word of God. That cure is that we can stand rooted and founded in the word and what we believe and what we speak and declare through the blood of Jesus Christ. So this is going to be a really, really great episode. I want to jump into it because this passage has been on my heart for the last few days. I'm not sure where you are. I know we all have heard so much about the coronavirus. And if we're not careful, we can become so fearful, so frightened, even so paranoid about it. But it's so important that we walk and we operate in faith. Now, this is a pretty cool story about Paul. And I want you to turn to Acts chapter 28, if you can, and we're going to jump into this part. So Paul is here. We're starting verse one and that's Acts chapter 28. It says, now when they had escaped, then they found out that the island was called Malta and the natives showed us unusual kindness for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow to live. So pretty much Paul gets bitten by a snake. He gets 
uh, attacked by this viper that is hanging off of his arm and the people around not knowing the Lord, not having an understanding of God. They saw that viper hanging from his arm and they thought that that happened to him because he was a murderer or someone who had done evil. And this was just a repayment. Now, why this is so important is because when things happen in the earth, when, when plagues or certain things happen in the earth, the world will not understand. They will not be able to discern what is happening or what is going on. But I want to encourage you that even times God will allow us to go through certain things. And it doesn't mean that the Lord has left you. It doesn't mean that the Lord is punishing you. We see this so many different times with Daniel in the lion's den. We see this many, many times where Jesus brought his people. He delivered them. Even in the old Testament, there was so much deliverance that came for Esther and the entire uh, Jewish nation and so many things things. But there's many times in the Bible where we go through certain trials, we go through certain tribulations as children of God, but we always overcome because the Lord, he is our deliverer. He is our strength. He is our peace. Amen. So even if something comes your way, you have to know who you are in God. You have to be built up in your faith. You have to know that all things work together for the good, for those that love the Lord, those that are called according to his purpose. And when you understand that you're not afraid of a virus, you're not afraid of sickness. You're not afraid of backbiting or people talking about you. You're not afraid of sudden terror, but you can understand and have this full assurance that God is with you no matter what. All right. So we have to really understand that and get that into our hearts and get that into our head and get that into our spirit, because the day is coming where we're going to be challenged to see if we really believe what we're reading. And let me tell you all, there are so many miracles, signs and wonders in the Bible, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, where God delivers his people and they walk in power. I believe it was even Peter that when he walked, his shadow would heal people. And so we have to really be challenged in this day to see if we really believe what we are reading. And we have to make sure that our hearts are in faith, that we are in full agreement with the word of God, that we are not opening the door to a spirit of fear, but we are walking in power, love, and a sound mind. All right, let's jump back in to verse four. It says, so when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow to live. Verse five, but he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. Okay, so the viper bites him and he shakes that thing off and he is, listen y'all, he is unmoved, he is unbothered, he is not afraid um, and he is just confident and he shakes this viper off of his arm. And verse six says, however, they were expecting that he would swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a God. So here we go. A night and day difference. One moment they think he was a murderer. And then the next moment when they see that no harm came to him, they thought that he was a God. Let me pause and tell you that you have to know who you are in God. You cannot allow 
other people to define you because they will be shaky. They will be inconsistent. One pe- one moment, somebody will tell you how great you are. And the next moment, they'll tell you that they never knew you or that they don't uh, like you anymore or whatever the case may be. And so God has always caused us and called us to be confident in who he says that we are so that we are unmovable um, by the opinions of men. So that is so important because that always changes. We see that even with Christ, that one minute they were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord, right? And then a few chapters later, they're ready to crucify him. So we have to make sure that we're not being moved and swayed by people, but we are bound, we are rooted, we are uh, just completely rooted in who God says that we are. Okay. And we're not bound to people's opinions. So let me also mention that if something were to happen, you still have to know that God is able to deliver you. You still have to know that God is with you. You still have to know like David, when he said, though the earth be removed, I will not fear. So we don't have anything to be afraid of. God knows all the days of our lives. He knows the number of hair that is on our head. And so we have to walk in that confidence and we have to walk in that power. And so one of the first ways that you can build up your faith is by truly reading the word of God. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And sometimes we have a word deficiency, which means that we are lacking in the word of God. And that happens sometimes in the natural, you can have a vitamin E deficiency, or you're just lacking an iron or certain type of nutrients. And so the same thing happens in the word of God. When we are lacking in the word, it causes our faith to decrease. But when we are standing on the word, we're building ourselves up in our faith. Then we can increase in how we view God. We can increase in faith. We can increase in prayer. We can increase in confidence and knowing who God has called us to be. I want to continue this passage because it's so powerful. And we're going to jump into this next part, verse seven. And again, that's Acts chapter 28. It says in that region, there was an estate of the leading citizen of the island whose name was Publius, who received us and entertained us courteously for three days. And it happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went into him and prayed and he laid hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island had diseases who had diseases also came and were healed. So listen again, we are called to move and power signs and wonders. And so Paul, he didn't have time to get tripped up over the snake that bit him. There was not a second or a moment where he was complaining, saying, God, why did you allow this to happen to me? Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) But instead he shook that snake off. He was walking in power and authority. He began to pray for people that needed to be healed. And that's what the Lord is calling us to do in this hour, to walk in boldness, to walk in power, to not fret, to not go blaming God, but to know that God is with us, to know that God is able to keep us and to know that everything that the Lord has spoken, it shall come to pass. And so we have to truly stand on the word, 
even Mark chapter 16, verse 15, it says, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 16, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17, and these signs will follow those who believe. Hallelujah. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Now, listen, only you and God know if you believe this in your heart. Okay. Only you and God know if you are really walking in faith or if you are really walking in fear and you have to pray and trust the Lord and be honest and and ask the Lord to deliver you from fear because the Lord again has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. So as believers, we should not be afraid of the things that we see around us, but we have to stand in faith. We have to stand in power. We have to stand in authority. I want to tell you a quick story. It's been an amazing weekend. I know some people have started to be quarantined and so forth, but this weekend was just so awesome and so powerful. There's certain things that were on my calendar and uh, things that I had to do and just go out and trust the Lord. And one of those things today, uh, my pastors at church truly prayed about whether or not they were going to close the church doors just through concerns uh, with the CDC. But we uh, prayed, the pastors prayed, and they decided to have church. And of course, everything was sanitized and wiped down and cleaned down and everything like that. And so even at church, we normally have a time of prayer at the altar. And so today we were praying and I just sensed by the leading of the Holy Spirit that I needed to pray and and lay hands in agreement with one of the sisters at the church who was really going through some things. And so of course I got some, uh, 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 approval to do that because I wanted to make sure that I was in order. And I know that we were trying to do like the air hugs and not shaking a whole bunch of hands. But let me tell y'all that the Holy Spirit moved in such a powerful way that I am so amazed by God. I'm so amazed by his power. I'm so amazed by how he moved in prayer and in this young woman's life. It was such a beautiful testimony. And I'm just sharing that to say that it really increased my faith that even in these times, We have to be led by the Holy Spirit. We have to walk and operate in his power and in his authority. And it doesn't mean that we purposely try to, you know, disobey the laws of the land. And I think whatever is in reason that we can do, you know, stocking up food or just certain things, if that's in reason, we can do that and we can um, do whatever it takes to be prepared naturally. But spiritually, we should never shrink back because we have the power of God. We have the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit living and dwelling on the inside of us. So I want to challenge you to open up the word of God like never before. I want to leave you with these three points about building up your faith. 
first point, we already touched it, but it's reading the word of God. That's the, the number one way that you can build up your faith. Second way is remember what the Lord has done for you. You have to recall to your mind. I think about people that have survived pneumonia, people that have survived car accidents, that have survived all kinds of other things. And so when the, the coronavirus or all these things come up in the news, you don't have to be afraid. You can think about all the times that the Lord has covered you. He spared your life. He kept you from so many different things. And as you remember those things, faith will stir up on the inside of you and you'll begin to operate in faith, not fear. Third thing is you want to be careful what you're listening to. Be careful what you're taking in and making sure that you are listening. You are hearing what the Holy Spirit is saying. So again, point number one, uh, reading the word of God. That's the number one way that our faith is increased. Number two, remembering all that the Lord has done. And number three, listening to the Holy Spirit, making sure that you're spending time in the presence of God, because as you are in God's presence, faith will well up on the inside of you and you begin to shift your perspective off of the situation and you will put your eyes on Christ, who was the author and the finisher of our faith. And we see that with Peter, when he was walking on the water, that when his eyes were on Christ, he was walking on the water. But then when he began to look at the waves and look at the storm, he began to sink. And so one of the the third ways that you can keep your faith built up is that you keep your eyes on Christ. Don't always look to your left and to your right and consume a bunch of uh, reports. You have to make sure that you are focused on the Lord, that your attention is on him, that you understand that he has all power in his hands and not a day of your life will he leave you or forsake you, that he'll bring you through every storm. He'll bring you and deliver you, whether it's sickness, whether it's um, just all kind of things that the Lord is able to bring you into everything that he has promised for you and that you are able to walk in power, lay hands on the sick, be covered and go into all the earth. Hallelujah. So I want to say a prayer as we close out this episode. I pray that you are encouraged. I pray that you will uh, just continue to go back and read the book of Acts and specifically Acts chapter 28. So God, I thank you for each and every person that's listening. We cast out and bind and rebuke every spirit of fear. Oh God, with this coronavirus, Lord, we lift up the name of Jesus because your name is great and greatly to be praised. And Father, you have all power and you are exalted high above the heavens, high above the earth. And we submit Submit everything to you. God, we know that everything has to bow at the name of Jesus. And so we exalt you. We lift up your name. God, I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would keep each and every person that is listening. God, we pray even over our bodies. We command healing. We command life in our lungs. Oh, God, and we thank you that we can speak and declare your word and we can pray, God, and all of heaven backs us up as we walk wholeheartedly after you. I thank you right now, God. We ask that you would cover the elderly. Oh God, we pray that you would keep them. You would protect them. God, even against loneliness, 
Father, during this time that they will not feel alone, but that Lord, you would comfort them. You would breathe life into their bodies. You would strengthen them heart and their mind and their soul. You would bring strength. God cover all the parents that are trying to figure out what to do with their children that have been, um, requested to stay home for several weeks. And Father God, I pray that you will bring provision and you will provide emotionally, spiritually, physically, supernaturally, oh God, financially. Lord, we look to you. Some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but we will remember the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are safe. We thank you that we are safe because of the blood of Jesus. We thank you that no demon, no devil in hell can touch a child of God because we are called by your name and we walk in your power. We walk in your authority. We walk in your might. We walk in your purpose and all of our days are numbered. And father, we thank you for that right now. In the name of Jesus, we believe the report of the Lord. And so father, we love you. We honor you. We adore you. Draw us closer unto you, father. In Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. I want to just encourage you uh, just, just to spend some more time in the presence of the Lord. I believe God is doing some great things in this hour. He's purging us. He's cleansing us. He's causing us to re-examine some things in our own hearts and in our own lives. And it's a beautiful season. Of course, if you have any prayer requests, you can send those prayer requests to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at prayerisbreathing. If you need any Christian apparel, you can check us out at awakechristianclothing.com. We have a new design coming out very, very soon. And so make sure you stay in tune with that. Also, I have some special guests that are coming up next week. And so stay tuned. I'll check back in with you. Have a blessed week. And thanks again for tuning in. God bless you.